this lockdown is no bueno fits it's absolutely no bueno do you know what i realize as well is that when we're not working in the office together my my music selection gets so much more off-piste there's just off things that i'd also. never get away with listening to or watching while working uh and you only really realize it when when you take a step back I watched a three-hour video yesterday on running through the entire catalogue for a gun auction that's on in the UK. And it's just this guy running through every gun that's up for auction. Is he talking about them or is he just literally saying what they are? No, he's talking about them. He's an absolute nerd about guns. So entertaining, though. I'd I literally watch anything if it's somebody talking about something they're very passionate about. Joe, if it's somebody talking yeah, about like, like a- how they made the perfect fake eyelash, I'd probably listen to that for an hour like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like someone who's just really passionate, but also good at what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. Did you see, um, Ilya seems to be doing a minor bit of training again. I saw that. Why? Like, I wish he'd just stop for our sake. Just nobody wants to see it. Like, I think, uh, I don't know what Miso said there a while ago. When he, I think he's on one of the interviews at Cyber or something, maybe. I don't know what did he say that Ilya said he might come back at some stage. But I don't know. I, I assume, I don't think, he, it looks like he's just training well, it's hard to tell because <laughs> I feel like, you know, you could he could tell himself that he's just going training, you know, he's just going to the gym, just do a bit of weightlifting, just yeah. to kind of, you know, do something. But I'd say that could spiral very, very quickly, you know. You start you start power cleaning 120 again, and you're like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Suddenly you're putting Stanazanol into your Weedabix. Fucking, I'd love if he did. I'd love if he just off his tits again. Like, that's all I want to see. Yeah. No one wants this Ilya. This, um, Fuck no. This natty Ilya. I, I don't know anybody who wants that. Do you? People Maybe are, Zach. No, I certainly. Um, Zach's probably happy he didn't do good. Yeah, he could be. I don't know. I just don't. I've no interest in like in watching Ilya do like 140, 180. Do you get what I mean? It's just like, why would you? Yeah. It's like owning a, do you know those Ferrari kit cars you can buy. So it's like the shell of a Ferrari, mm-hmm. or it looks like Ferrari, but it has like a one point six liter Honda Civic engine in it. That's. That's no good. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Do you know how I figured that out? How, how did you figure that you know, out? No, in those Storage Wars uh, TV program, mm-hmm. by the way, on a, an off chance, that's like the most college, middle of the day, not in college and recovering from a hangover TV program you can ever watch. Wait, storage wait, Wars, you know, where they go around to the storage units. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's yes, just, yes. it's constantly on TV on like the poverty channels. That is, um, it's very, ups- like watching daytime TV is, um, it could be, I would say it's worse than you're a heroin addict. Uh, you you wake up and you find all your needles around you and you can't find any more heroin. I said that's the equivalent yeah. of watching daytime TV. That's it's how so depressing. Just you know, watching daytime TV with intention is that's the bottom of the rung. Like you've let it's, it go. It's, it's over now. Like you just shouldn't be watching. Like daytime TV isn't daytime TV is only on because you have to put something on the television. Yeah. Or just when you need noise in the background. Uh, but anyway, in those storage auction things, they'd be like, they'd mm-hmm. open up a thing and it would look like a Lamborghini or something underneath a sheet. And uh, the, your man would bet like fucking whatever, like $10,000 on the storage unit. And then they open it up and it's like this kit car. So it's basically like <laughs> a fucking Nissan Micra with a weird Lamborghini shell over the top. It's They're actually very popular in the States, which speaks a lot to the... Um, the culture all flash no all cash all flash no cash there is um, the UK there's a couple of UK kit car manufacturers but they're legitimate oh like those kit cars are they're, sick uh, 
some of them are very very fast so like what you're talking about is like fake ferraris yeah. you know whereas this they, these kick cars are just really dangerous but really yeah. fun and they look phenomenal i'd i'd love a sleeper uh it was actually william fucking introduced me to the, the notion of a sleeper where you'd have like a toyota vensus uh but you might have like yeah. a three liter petrol engine in it uh a, like 300 brake horsepower something retarded but it's completely stock on the outside like that's my idea mm-hmm. of like a cool car or if you like a toyota hilux did you just say cool a car cool car like that i don't cool cars like, that's now. a cool car uh but if you or if you'd like a toyota hilux that had air suspension that you could like solidify the dis- suspension with the press of a button and it was 550 yeah. brake horsepower damn he got that from Mighty Car Mods or these lads in Australia the YouTube channel um, they used to be very big I assume yeah. they still are no I've seen a few of their videos but they yeah they had a, a mad sleeper but they had it on like running on ethanol and stuff fucking so, hell but apparently you can get ethanol at, at some petrol stations in Australia or for at the time you could anyway but they just like a sleeper would be so uncomfortable and stuff though like you'd just You'd just be as well to buy a nice car, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand the appeal where lads want to go do that to stuff. You know, they want to go do things to it. Um, my brother's being three of them. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, one of the brothers, Steve, I think Stephen listens to the podcast sometimes, but what he's doing, um, he has a Datsun pickup. So <gasps> before Nissan, where Nissan is, a, and he's putting um, an S15 engine into it. There, that Datsun is Jay-Z. horny. I think it's one J. Oh no, one Jay Z. I think that's the type of the engine. Anyone listening to this doesn't no. care, but um, it's going to be very nice uh, if he ever fixes it. Yeah, that's an unbelievable car. But um, uh, uh, the, the idea of doing something like that is very, very nice. But at the same time, you're like uh, the money. See, the problem is like money, lads. Right? When lads are doing stuff like the cars, they never look at the money. <laughs> they don't want to know how much money they put into something, you know. So they might sell it for like um, uh, they'd sell it for like a fucking. Why well, fifteen grand yeah. or whatever? Do you know, like twin cams now, like you know, um, fucking A ninety six or whatever. You you like you can literally buy those for like thir- they're like thirty forty grand, like for a really good one. Like if you do, like lads will sell that for much. Like a, that's a that's fucking two down payments on a yeah. mortgage. Like that's two deposits. Like so they the only reason like they can drive those now is because they're so old. Yeah. Even, like um, in Ireland, you can get vintage insurance on them because you can't like you won't get insured anymore. Like no insurance company will insure you on um. Some of them probably won't even quote you. Like if you try to get like an um anything anything anyway fun, they'll probably say no or quote you a couple yeah. of grand. It's just not worth it. The insurance thing is a bit fucking mental here. Like like to be fair now, my situation was bad because I had eight penalty points for a long time. How many anyway, have you now? Uh three, I think. Yeah, uh, bad. Is that when you don't have to tell them anymore? No, you still have to tell them. I think you don't have to tell them for two. You still have to tell the insurance company anyway. But when I was so I remember being in college and tried to get insured on a van I was buying. Like, it was like a uh, VW Caddy that my uncle's friend or something had. And I literally just couldn't get a quote. I was like 21 or 22. And I was like, what do you mean yeah. I can't get a quote? And they're just like, we just won't quote you for this. So I was like, what? That's very yeah. strange. Surely they have to give you, do they, surely they're obliged to give you some kind of quote, aren't they? No, I think. I think what happens is one of the insurance companies has to give you a quote. So it's like in whatever agreement they have that you have to be quoted by a company in Ireland. Uh, in the cartel? Yeah, by the cartel. But like, I just, I couldn't get a quote for the van. Like, um, you, 
yeah, those caddies were all the rage when they came out first. Those two liter TDI caddies oh, or one point nine, yeah. whatever they were. I think they were two liter actually. The people they came out and people are just like the lads, the plasters had some horn for those like mechanics, and they drove the ring out. The of those absolute, absolute ring out. Them. Them. Yeah, it it was actually a good a good situation that I didn't. So I think I was, I think I'd finally written off that Jeep for the last time, and uh, I was just like, I'm just not putting another engine in it, and I was getting the bus back from Limerick. I had kind of semi-organized this deal uh, mm-hmm. on this van because to be fair my uncle knew him. my uncle is a mechanic and he said VW fitted a new engine to it the year before so they were like the engine's been blown but it's a brand new engine so it's no mileage on it and I was like great look if right. it's a new engine there can't be that much damage done in a few months like uh, was ringing I have a friend who's like an insurance broker they were sorting all that out for me he's like yeah, yeah I'll give you a call back and I remember being on the bus on the way back from Limerick so the bus drive to Limerick mm-hmm. is like an hour and a half, two hours. And I got a phone call. Did it kill you? To, sorry, no. Did it kill you to get the bus? Every ounce of my being on. Yeah, ever since I started driving, I don't think I've been on a bus. But yeah. I, so I was on the bus on the way home. I was like trying to sort out some shit for the gym on my laptop. And Joe just like, you've shit everywhere. And next thing, Pete rings me and he goes, uh, Fitz, you can't get insured on the van. And I was like, what? I like the van is now on the way to my uncle's yard i was like what do you mean i can't get insured and he was like here you'd need to like cancel that he was like i can't get you a, a fucking quote or whatever so i was like right put the phone down and i rang decky and he goes uh i was just about to ring you that van broke down on the way over to the yard so you're not buying that one and i was like oh problem sorted thank god for that yeah you're better off fucking, uh, oh you're definitely better off yeah you've had bad luck with cars in fairness um, oh, yeah, throughout your I think a lot of it history. hasn't been luck, though. A lot of it's been like me being an idiot. Yeah, that's a, yeah, they, that is a problem. Um, L- you have you've experienced that before. That's been a problem in your life. You being an yeah. idiot. Yeah, I've experienced that heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Personal consequences from that you have experienced. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't think the insurance situation in Ireland is so different. I don't think any other country really appreciates. Maybe the UK would be the closest of how bad insurance is in Ireland. It's um. A couple of years ago, so when we started driving 10, 11 years ago, it would have been kind of expensive to get insured. So you'd be in like a name driver. It's yeah. called. So you'd be you'd go on one of your if your parents would let you on one of their insurance policies, if you're lucky enough. And then you would probably be paying somewhere in the region of a thousand to fifteen hundred, maybe uh, around there, depending on what you were trying to get insured on. Or you might get um if you're getting like a, your parents car or something. But if you got like a smaller kind of, you know the uh, classic 98 Corolla or zero zero Corolla um you'd probably get maybe a little bit less a little more so not not an unreasonable price for your first year of driving for young lads basically was was the the thing right and then a couple of years later it just went to absolute shit I don't know what happened but the prices so there was a lot of false claims or whiplash claims and supposedly this is what they were saying uh, I don't think they found very much evidence of that of um of people two people being like right i'll crash the back of you and then i'll claim whiplash yeah, and you'll yeah. claim whiplash and then everyone's insurance policy went up but like you can't even claim for that anymore now or you can't claim for whiplash or what's the thing they changed what do they rule against you can it's soft tissue injuries or something have to be i've no idea well i wasn't aware they changed it anyway at some point there a year before last they literally did a before dawn raid on all the insurance companies yeah, like the like the criminal assets, not criminal assets bureau. I would imagine. I don't know who that would be. Uh, they actually raided them like a dawn raid, like in the morning to see because they were like they, they call it cartel, um, carteling or whatever. 
like all the insurance companies being like, right, we'll all discharge a lot of money and then no one will have any choice but to to do it. And in Ireland now it's routine. So like initially when I started, my insurance would have been, I think it was like 1140, kind of a number like that, right? And then it went as low as something like 500 and something. And then it went back up to like eight, 900. No penalty points, yeah. no claims, no crashes. Like it's just obnoxious. Like it's a ridiculous situation in Ireland. But it was like it was blatant price fixing because they had proof that they were meeting up, and like like five of the insurance <laughs> companies were just meeting up and fixing the prices, and then smoking cigars <laughs> in a room playing poker, just like a stonecutters meeting. You know, like yeah. just blatantly. Uh, yeah, it was just it was a cartel basically, and I'd say to be honest, I'd say it probably still is. Because uh, there is some story about some UK insurance company wanting to come into the Irish market last year and them getting like pushed out or something. Uh, but that's what's going to happen eventually. You know, there'll be the Ryanair version or there'll be, you know, it, it happens with all those things where people have control over the price for a long time. You'll just get mm-hmm. another company come in and fuck them up. That It's just, it's the joy of capitalism. See the problem in Ireland is uh, I don't know if other countries like this as well, but most often not people will settle things themselves unless, yeah. well, not most often not, but as much as like people will go, look, don't tell the insurance. I'll just here's my name and address. Send we'll get agree in a price or yeah. something because everyone gets screwed. So even if you got crashed into, you end up getting screwed the next year for your own insurance. So it doesn't pay you off to be to claim off their insurance or whatever, or you know unless someone drives off. And very often, as with all insurance companies, imagine it takes forever for something to come true so it's like you people most often not just don't end up doing stuff with the insurance in ireland yeah uh someone was saying um somebody talking before that we should be able to go to european insurance agencies and get them so like gabriel was like my insurance is like a tenner a year or something you know like we should we should be able to phone a romanian insurance company or a spanish one and say i want to get insured by you uh, there's no real reason we shouldn't be able to do that in ireland apparently given the european fuck it we definitely should be able to because we're able to drive in europe with our insurance yeah, and you know, there was another thing there as well about the, you know, the way you go, so you go onto a website, like you go onto Decathlon, yeah. and it'll take you to the Irish or the UK version or whatever, and you have those prices, but the Spanish version might be five euro cheaper, you know? Yeah. Like, you, we should be able to go to the Spanish one and buy those cheaper ones, but we can't. But I think that's changed, that was our last year as well, like the okay. the whole European, what's the name of it, the common? The European Union. Common. No, 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 no. There's a name for like, you know, the free, not free trade, but there's a different word for it anyway. Um, speaking of uh, politics, one <laughs> of the Americans. Oh fucking, my God. I've never, I, I knew something, Fitz never looks at the news, right? Ever, ever looks at the news. And while I was trading, he texted me about there was like the Americans gone mad. I knew you'd want it. Like, I knew you'd want that little yeah. morsel of information. Uh, I, I never watched the news and my, yeah. my parents would watch it a fair bit. So I was just like popped my head in. And I was like, that's the fucking US Capitol building. Uh, but it's been raided by people. So we were just like sitting there and watching it for like two or three hours. It was fucking mental. Like, I just don't. It's funny because one of our good friends is like going out with an American girl. We were talking to him around Christmas time. <laughs> he was like, no, no, it's actually not that bad over there. Like the media the media are pushing this thing that it's like it, the country's in turmoil. And I was like, all oh, right, that's fuck it. That's fair enough. Like, Joe, you know, that might be happening. There's obviously a lot of like media input in, in the U S like, and it's very kind of very, uh, sided in the media, like left and right. But I was like, I, so I sent them a picture of, uh, 
Joe, when they there was like three guys pointing their guns at the door and they had like a piano barricading the door. I yeah, was yeah. like, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. It's we so have a lot bad. of American lifters or US US of A lifters. I just hope everyone's all right. Like, yeah. So was it four people were killed? Yeah, I'm not sure. To be honest, I haven't. I haven't listened. One to woman it. was shot trying to climb a balcony or something. Is that what um, what happened to her? Because I heard about I the woman so. who was shot during it, and it, I I don't know if her, it's yeah. been announced, if it's been announced afterwards, but definitely during when we were listening to it, they weren't saying anything about like if that woman was working there, if that woman was one of the like people rioting or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They this is a photographer's wet dream like a political oh photographer or like um, a historical photographer like some of the photos like that stupid fucker in the um the horned helmet yeah like oh what well i don't know what they expected to happen when they got in was the is the thing <laughs> like what what were they gonna do? i don't know what they thought would happen is the, is the interesting thing like what yeah. was the, do you see all the photoshop things of that guy stealing the podium yeah 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 there's some people have too so much it's time like to me leaving the center isle of aldi <laughs> yeah or me walking out of the pub with the with a fi- waving at the bartender with a pint glass in my yeah bucket. yeah yeah uh it's fucking has it been scary enough if you were actually inside in the uh in the the house or whatever they call what it what i was thinking about though uh, was the people who worked for cnn like we were watching it on cnn right who are like heavily left mm-hmm. what those camera operators like did those camera operators have no no identifying markings on them or did they have like fox news identifying markers on them because i imagine if a load of those people a load of people who had showed up to storm government buildings knew mm-hmm. that there was a left-wing camera operator yeah. following them yeah that can't have gone down well like that's just something i was like how the fuck are they so close and not getting attacked they, they usually that's usually like people wouldn't attack journalists or whatever i think you know that's just uh, on our wrong thieves i'd imagine is what that kind of is, is it they usually have like yeah they'd have the vest on and the bulletproof vest and just look at the photo there of them with that press or the like the good locker pressed up against the door like yeah, that yeah. secret service the piano, right? like i was saying to fit yeah like this look obviously the secret service didn't want anyone to die right <laughs> but you gotta imagine this is their wet dream like they must have had a horn on them pointing those guns at the door it's like the scene in uh, anyone watches lord of the rings when they're trying to when they're in um in the first film when they're in moria and they're like breaking into the door that's exactly what it looks like those lads like this is like the lads have been training for their whole life and it's their finally their first competition that's it's the olympics what, that's what, what like. it is like it's it's don't think better it would have been if there was a president in the room with them yeah. that would have oh, been the ultimate that yeah that would have been the Olympics. Like, uh, oh, it's surprising that more people. One of those lads at the door, they're definitely just waiting for the barrel of like a fucking AR-15 to pop through, and they're just like, "Fucking try it, buddy!" Unloading. They've been yeah. carrying around four spare magazines in the back of their po- like in their ass pocket for the last four years. Like, just wait for something like this to yeah. happen. Because that literally justifies all the money they've ever spent on those lads. Yeah. Those lads, I used term. to be obsessed with watching those documentaries on, like, you know, the Secret Service or, like, the the people who'd be, like, protecting the president. The money mm-hmm. those boys have. We were looking through one day and we just did, like, yeah. paused it on, like, their rifle setup on the range. So they had, like, the gun is probably, like, 10 grand, which isn't a huge amount, but, like, 10 grand on the gun. Their binoculars mm-hmm. and rangefinders were, like, another, like, 12,500. Uh, like everything they had I think we worked it out to be like 30 grand worth of gear they had in like just their backpack and what they were wearing yeah, like they don't need it until they do is the thing 
yeah, yeah. They don't need the fucking um they don't need all that stuff until they definitely do need it. Yeah. They uh there was um another random thing there. This fella you know who owns Alibaba. His mm. name is Jack Ma. Oh my god. He's been missing for the last he's, he's been missing for the last two months. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. He's uh he's worth like something in the billions, you yeah. know. But uh, apparently in China if it's like you get too rich or you get too influential or uh Xi Jinping is just like mm, no, no. What? So like what what happens apparently sometimes is they'll they'll show up again like two months later and they'll be like Yep, uh, uh I like China. <laughs> you know, like they'll just they'll be re educated like I would imagine just, you know, the shit beating out of them for two months. Um, that is crazy. Getting the phone book. It is crazy. Uh, Gurf, yeah. funniest thing ever. You need to go on YouTube and look up that Jack Matt doing his annual, uh, like his annual Singing. briefing. Have you seen it? No. Oh my Which god! One? So they have like an Alibaba conference, or it's like their Alibaba mm-hmm. like fucking uh, announcement every year. And he he kicks the whole thing off with a big show. So it's like Eurovision Singing on steroids. Shit. Yeah, but he'd be like yeah. coming out on a motorbike with like spikes on his shoulder. And he does this huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huge choreographed dance. It is so fucking funny. I'll put a link in the comments. It is so fucking funny. He is. He's um, a lunatic. He's a he's a strange looking person as well. Like he just looks, odd. Yeah. like he just looks. He looks like a character from a book or something. Um, Actually, do, fits do on we were looking at yesterday. This is completely off topic again, but it's like on a. <laughs> this has turned into like a government overreach podcast, but you know. I was watching a film last night with my father and there was like, I was a, it was actually Law Abiding Citizen and there's a scene in that where there's like... Who's in that again? Oh, I, I don't know any actors' names. It's where your man's, your man's house gets broken into, they kill his wife and his daughter and then oh, the murderers that. get off and he fucks everything up basically. Very good film. But there's a, a scene in that where people are attacked with a machine gun and a robot. And my father mm-hmm. was like, oh, the New York Times is an expose on that, that apparently the nuclear scientist in Iran who was killed, the Israeli government had planted one of those robots with a fucking machine gun on it in the back of a car. And that's how they killed no. him. Like the end of Breaking Bad? I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I've literally only ever seen the last episode of Breaking Bad by accident one time and uh, TG Carter and that was the entire thing so I could never watch it because I knew what happened. Uh, I hope I've not ruined it for anyone there. I'll send, I'll oh, send you yes, over yes. to the New York Times article. It's crazy shit. Yeah, the uh, Israelis, they're always, I don't think we've been Israeli listeners, but uh, they're always assassinating them. Always assassinating Iranian yeah. fucking nuclear scientists and stuff. They always, you always see in the news if you look at it regularly enough and then nothing ever happens to them because they'll be like, I don't what? know. What? Who died? No, don't know. Oh no, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Shit. I always think that's that level of like geopolitics. Obviously, people are dying, so it's you know, with some sense of decorum, it's very interesting. The but what it would be like more interesting still is like working for Mossad or something like that. You know, the things you know and how you see, I imagine, are probably would have surely haunt you unless you were yeah. made of absolute stone. Like our friend who yeah. works for the U.S. government, who. Uh, spent a lot of time in Turkmenistan. Oh, I'd yes, say yes, he yes, probably yes. saw things or knows things that would shake you. Freedom ain't free, bro. <laughs> the yeah. best line you could ever hear: "Freedom ain't free." When you're sitting down to have fucking dinner, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to ask how you're uh, handling the isolation. 
from ca- from caffeine not really <laughs> uh, isolation yeah this time is um getting real isn't it mm. they're um they say they're near capacity for icu beds or whatever which is no bueno no not at all and how are you handling it do you know what i'm actually handling it grand i think training and being in pain all the time kind of helps because you can't think about oh we it. do we have 49 listeners from Israel, so sorry for anyone. If we've <laughs> Is that what you were looking up? <laughs> uh, no, training a bit more definitely helps. Uh, I was trying to... Like, running at the moment is a bit fucked because it's minus two degrees all the time and I don't want to get more sick. Like, I've had, like, a fucking... a tickle in the back of my throat uh, since last week, since I went running in the cold, which hasn't really helped anything. So I've been having to do like a lot more of the aerobic training inside in the shed or in the garage here because it's not as cold. Um, and I still do like weightlifting in the shed because it's fucking freezing, but I can't bring the weights inside. So I'm going to try and pop out this afternoon. I was trying to pop out yesterday afternoon to, to go and do the running um, just like two minutes from my house. But it was dark by the time I finished up. It's um, a, the cold is such a performance detriment. It's not even funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I like it definitely fucks with weightlifting and squatting and shit. But it it mm-hmm. like the air is just so dense when you're trying to run in it that like you can't get it into your lungs. Yeah, it's it's like ninety percent humidity at the moment in Ireland, and it's you know you wake up on a frosty morning. So the last few nights it's been like minus two and a half, minus three, minus four, yeah. and everything is just covered in ice when you wake up in the morning. Like all the grass, cars, branches, like everything outside, everything outside is just covered in like a soft little sheen of ice <coughs> yeah this is definitely the coldest consistently it's been in a while the last few weeks i think absolutely yeah like we even had dustings of snow i assume you had them there yesterday yeah twice this week now there's some snow it doesn't snow a whole lot in ireland it just gets very very cold but we don't get a lot of snow for some reason i don't know why that would be considering it's so humid you would think we'd get more snow yeah i, I suppose it's just not cold enough like it's rarely cold enough to snow like we had the beast from the east a few years ago, um, which was this this storm that came in and basically fucked with Ireland for a week. Uh, and since then, we haven't really had like disruptive snow. Like a lot of the time we'll have like a dusting of snow, maybe like half an inch of snow. Um, and it's not too disruptive. But that storm two years ago kind of fucked things up a lot. Well, you were in college at the time, weren't you? Oh, it was the best week of my life. Uh, I went to college on the Sunday night. In, in Ireland, we have rag week which is raise and give. So originally it was like a week where all the college societies would raise money. They we'd There'd be like raft races. There'd be like nights out and stuff where you're raising money for charity. So like raising and giving. But what Rag Week turned into was an absolute uh, mental week of drinking and going out. Uh, so they cancel it in most places. Some colleges still have charity week. But mm-hmm. uh, the week of that storm, anyway, was like rag week in UL. So I went back up on the Sunday and we went out, obviously. And then the weather kind of hit on the Monday when we were out. And we got an email, I think, on the Tuesday. And I think we were having like a party in our house. <gasps> and no. uh, yeah, a gaff party. And when we got the email saying college was cancelled for the rest of the week. So obviously, we were just out flat out. And I remember waking up on Thursday morning. To my father ringing me being like, uh, you need to get back to Cork now or else you just won't be able to travel. So that was a hairy journey back to Cork. <laughs> well, why did you go back? Why did you just stay up for a few more days? I think I'd work that weekend. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. But he obviously didn't end up working, did you? 
Yeah, yeah, we would. Like most of the time, the gym would never ever close due to snow or anything. Um, yeah, because people can still get there. Like, there's people live right next to the gym, so we just leave it open. Like you, you probably run at half capacity or quarter capacity, but it would take a lot uh, for the gym to be closed. Like I've skidded off the road plenty times driving to work in the morning, uh, when it's like minus two or minus three, and the roads are just really icy. Mm-hmm. Do you ever miss that? To get the cla- early classes in the morning. No. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like that was the be some knees was great if you were working for people if you were like employed by someone. Oh, I imagine. You know, if you had, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if you have a level, if it's a red warning or whatever, I think they're obliged to pay you. For everything else, it's not. But for a red, I think they have to because it's you're in danger of your life. So they shut down for like three or four days. I remember some people had to go in, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was phenomenal. <laughs> Just four days. It gets a bit. Uh, you do get a little bit of cabin fever after a while. How little? Absolutely. How naive we were, though, two years later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was yeah. nothing like the cabin fever this year. From the end, this year as well. Fucking hell. 2021. Yeah. Does... <sighs> like that, that time of the snow yeah. a few years ago, like, I love those times. Because when you're working flat out and you don't really have time to, like, chill out or anything, just being made stay at home because you can't drive your car out the driveway is yeah. unbelievable oh oh like a week of lockdown the initial week was like first two or three weekends you're like this isn't that yeah. bad you know i didn't need to go anywhere this weekend then after like six months you're like, mm, i could do a going somewhere now yeah jesus christ we we're talking about like places to try and plan a holiday to last night um and it's just like is there any point even looking to like september or october because it probably won't be sorted by then it's really hard to know. Yeah. Like, it'll be so... The European Union were talking about um, not, like, having a badge. Someone showed the idea of, like, if you've been vaccinated, you should be allowed to travel. You, yeah. know, and, you know, you should have a, some kind of indicator, an official indicator on your passport. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, I don't know about that. Because it, it gets very, like, discriminatory very fast, apparently. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not, not opposed to that, though. I think if, no, I, I think if you don't have the vaccine, you just, just shouldn't be allowed to travel. Uh, yeah. Like I know with Singapore That's basically what they're saying Is like You're not allowed into the country Without a vaccine And if you really need to come to the country You can't get one before Like at the moment when you arrive in Singapore You just get collected by like the bus And the bus brings you to mm-hmm. a hotel And you're locked in the hotel for two weeks But now I think you're vaccinated on arrival And you have to be uh, Quarantined for two weeks Wait you get vaccinated if you go there? Yeah Something like that Well If you go there with we... the right we set I up don't think Singapore has the same clout as uh, as some of the companies. Surely there's a gym in there with some state official who will be like, "Yeah, we're having the lads over for a seminar." Do they have any weightlifters? Um, oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. There is um, there are some gyms um in Singapore. No, but I mean like competitive weightlifters, not. Oh God, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It'd be similar state of affair, like Qatar. You know, yeah, it wouldn't be. Miso is the anomaly kind of thing. You yeah. Know? We have some, uh, I don't know if we have any Singapore listeners. Surely we do. There's always some weird countries down here. Uh, there's a lot of 84 from Hong Kong. Interesting Jesus, enough. that's mad. 92 from Saudi Arabia. What I the assume they're all, they're all Irish people. 139 from Singapore. So if there's anyone in Singapore, if you want to have us over for uh, a weightlifting seminar <laughs> and a free shot yeah, of the vaccine. <laughs> and just make sure we get it. Yeah, because you're there for the two weeks and then... Uh, 
the second week then you get the booster or whatever depending which one you're getting yeah i'll, I'll fucking so the thing go in anywhere the the other drama in singapore is that uh vaccination is compulsory but you don't mm-hmm. get to choose what vaccine you get Oh so dear. they have like the Pfizer vaccine, they have the is the Cambridge whatever vaccine, and they have a Chinese iteration of the vaccine, and nobody gets to decide which one they get. So they're saying that there'll actually be like fucking racial profiling going on with who gets what vaccine, um, which is just what happens when you have totalitarian rule. Like, yeah, you get some good, some good bad, some with the good, some yeah. with the bad. Like. The, uh, the I can only imagine how bad the Chinese because they they have had um, issues with vaccines before in China have they? like actual vaccines yeah being just absolute nonsense like not mm-hmm. like poor clinical trials but they were just literally just nonsense just, like <laughs> what they were just straight up um, so like there's a thing in China like there is like you can pay more for actual vaccines you know or from like Pfizer or something like that yeah. you know like a, a, a brand to name but the Actually, with all medicines in China, actually, because they've had so many scandals with medicines in, in pharmaceutical stuff that Chinese people, if they can afford it, won't buy Chinese. They'll buy on-brand, like, large really? pharmaceutical medicine. Yeah, there was a huge, there was a case before. Uh, it was one of the biggest, kind of, not one of the biggest cases, but it was a big thing with the FDA. So there was um, a man died, in, or, at least, I think it was one man died. It might have been more. Some kind of medicine. I can't remember what it was. And he was taking it for whatever his condition was, but he was a uh, deathly allergic to shellfish, and um, like I cannot remember if it was contaminated shellfish. I seem to remember it being just mostly shellfish or something crazy what? like that. So obviously he died like yeah, very very soon after administering it, and then it was a huge investigation. Uh, she like stood up for a panel. There was like um, I'd love to know what that was. I remember we were showed a video before at work. Like they were like this so serious thing to get. Obviously, so he died from um from that exposure so like it was kind of a big scandal with you know chinese medicines and it kind of really fucked them over um they you know it's one of the reasons you know that lone star take if you heard about the lone star take yeah. these people are allergic to meat so then it just makes it doesn't make you allergic to meat there's a particular type of uh sugar in meat that you're allergic to yeah know? yeah yeah it's not a, a fucking vegan assassin <laughs> tick as much as they do like it though i've heard some of them saying that they're glad it's there what but you can uh it makes you it's the same thing as in medicines you know in some mm. some medicines manufacturing process like you have to make sure that's not in it or people would would die from it if they're allergic to it you know mm. but the people you know people who are allergic to that i can't remember what it is but you know even if you're like frying meat in the atmosphere it can like set them off or whatever jesus christ that would be my worst nightmare uh being allergic to meat yeah yeah apparently it goes away after a while it's just mental that that's a thing that that's yeah. like something that can happen uh, oh, the mercury poisoning video I was talking about yesterday. Uh, What's that? Remember, I was talking about more plates, more dates, talking about some guy who got oh, really yes. bad mercury poisoning and he ended up committing suicide. It's a very sad uh, video to watch, but it's crazy. So apparently, once you get mercury poisoning, there's basically nothing you can do. Um, and there's a process whereby you can try and liberate the mercury from like different organs but if your dosaging of that like catalyst for liberation is wrong, uh, you basically mm-hmm. end up dispersing the mercury and like depending on what catalyst you take, it can cross the blood brain barrier. So it had this guy who the guy claims he was getting like 
so he he basically got severe neural effects. He obviously had severe physical effects, like he couldn't even walk. Uh, but yeah. he was like uh, unable to process things in his brain. He claimed that he had like symptoms of autism due to it. Uh, it's a crazy, crazy video, and and the story behind it is he ended up writing all this into like a small book, but he published it online. Um, and I think something about the hosting of the the website or something ended up voiding. But he, yeah, the, on the video, the More Plates, More Dates video, he ends up reading it all out. And it's a fucking scary story. Like being in that situation where you've, you've been poisoned by something, but you can't remove that poison. And medicine doesn't really have an answer for it. Like there's almost no research done into it because there's no real money in it. Like, How, how did he um, end up with the mercury poison? How did it? Uh, the, like... Turn long story short, he doesn't know. Like he, he puts it down to a mixture of like. So the main thing is you've you've a certain gene expression, uh, that allows you not to like you should just be able to pass this form of mercury, like say methyl mercury. It's that's not what it's called, but say you should just naturally be able to pass methyl mercury uh, away. You should be able to like take it from your tissues and and excrete it, but there's a a gene expression that like inhibits that process so you end up accumulating mercury from getting vaccines getting certain medications from food uh from industrial processes so even being around certain pieces of equipment you can uh like accumulate mercury from there's a, a crazy list of stuff that i i assume for almost everybody else uh is absolutely no issue like it's it's in certain medications because you need it to be there and then you pass it afterwards. Like everybody has that gene that allows them to do that. But through inhibitory, like through some sort of inhibition of that gene, uh, people end up accumulating it and it basically turned him mad. Why was more place, more dates talking about that? Out of interest? Uh, so he did a, you know, you can get your genome analyzed mm-hmm. and he got his genome analyzed just for like shits and giggles. And he, saw that he had this gene expression so he can't get rid of mercury in the same way a normal person would or he might have an inhibited like exclusion pathway so he had heard this story about that guy he had been in a forum or something with him because this guy was into like anti-aging or biohacking or something before so he had kind of known him Mm -hmm. and uh and that's why he was reading it fun well not fun story but interesting story about that but the lack of regulation in or the lax regulation in medical implants. Yeah, one of the surgeons who was who put a lot of hip replacements in people. So the the thing with um, like if you change medicine, you know the patent would have to be reapplied for like any change at all, and there's a huge process goes into yeah. reapplication. Like even if you're changing some of the um, like the matrix that the the medicine would be in, like the the product, like you would have to go through. Like if you're changing like the percentage sugar and that or whatever, you could have to go through an entire process of resubmission, which could take a, a year or two. Whereas in with medical implants, it's much, much, much shorter. Yeah. So like if you've, you can just patent off the previous one, you can kind of change the design. But if you're similar to the patent, I think it's very, very lax, like with putting in stuff. So there was a surgeon who was putting in a load of uh, hip replacements into people. And it was like a new form of hip replacements, apparently, that was very effective. But he put it into himself. Or he, no, he didn't put it in himself, sorry, he got one as well. You know, he was a, uh, an older gentleman. <laughs> and then he started um, getting, like, basically psychosis. Like, he started going kind of crazy, like, him, because 
I think he, some of his patients had mentioned it or whatever, and like he, there was no, um, nobody added it up or whatever, from what I can remember. And then he was like, I think he was saying he was like sitting in his hotel room and he's hearing voices talking to him and stuff. And he was like, what the fuck? Turns out it had been leaking heavy metals into his blood. Yeah. And uh, subsequently driving him mad. He got it removed and the symptoms left. But uh, heavy metals are no My father has one of those hips. It's, it's the Dupuy hip. Um, so oh, Dupuy made those, yeah. And uh, Dupuy make they have a big monopoly on that kind of medical implant. Yeah. Like he has two different forms, but he one of his hips is one of the defective ones. So he, you have to get blood tests every so often. Um. It was actually funny because one of our good buddies uh, had to write a, like he did biomedical engineering and he was writing like, I don't know, it was like a fine year project on that case study or it was some project on that case study. And he was like, your dad mm-hmm. is one, like has fake hips, doesn't he? And I was like, yeah, 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 he does. And he was like, oh, because I'm writing a case study on the Dupuy hip. And I was like, oh, he has one of each. It's the perfect case study. One side is fine, but the other side hears voices. Uh, apparently what happened there. I could be getting this story slightly wrong, but apparently what happened was that hip was so much cheaper to make that they added up the cost yeah. of litigation and they said it was just cheaper to keep making the hip and putting it into people than let every so often let somebody sue you. That, that is unfortunate. That yeah. Sometimes that does happen. That's what the problem gives the pharmaceutical industry a bad rap. So then some new stuff like people saying the Pfizer vaccine has, uh, <laughs> what are people saying? That it's chips in it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what happens then is you, you get stuff like that and then you're like, and what about when this happened? Someone there apparently there's this um, diagram of the, the the supposed chip inside in the vaccine. Obviously, there's no chip yeah. in the vaccine, but someone was like, uh, it was like a, a circuit diagram. You know the circuits. You know we have you know it's uh, like base yeah, parts yeah, of yeah. whatever the electrical components are. It was the amp and foot pump for a guitar. <laughs> but someone just removed all the names for it, and people are sharing it online, mm-hmm. being like, "This is the vaccine. I found the diagrams." Like that's how dumb people oh are. Oh my god, it it's. It's very unfortunate as well that there's a population of people there who aren't as dumb as the people who believe it, but they get yeah. incredible enjoyment out of watching that shit burn. You know, like there, Jesus, yeah. There's a lot of particularly males in between twenty and thirty who really enjoy stirring shit and in like a malicious fashion and spreading that shit around, and don't yeah. realize anywhere near the amount of damage they're doing. You were only talking there yesterday about how before, if someone was really stupid, they probably couldn't affect your life in any way. Yeah. And you kind of didn't really take any notice how really stupid some people were, like how just off the rails some people were. But now they can because they won't take a vaccine. Yeah. I can understand having trepidation about a vaccine and being like, oh, but I'll, I'll trust the experts or whatever, you know, I'll trust pharmaceutical companies, I'll trust people whose job it is, you know. Because like, you know, when you're... um. You know when you hear people, you know a subject that you know an all about. For example, strength conditioning. You know, you hear people talk about that. And uh, do you know a lot about strength conditioning? Apparently, we know stuff about. It. <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, I know for a fact that's wrong," but you don't know how much you don't know about other areas. Yeah. Like you have no idea what you don't know about these areas. Like so, you you just when you make a statement, you're you you can be so far off the mark, and everyone else knows so little. As much, including yourself, you know, that you're just so far away from the mark. It's not even funny, but you don't, you, you don't even understand how much you don't yeah. know. You know, you're just, it's, it's astronomical, like, especially with stuff like vaccines and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's insane. And that's like the example we were giving yesterday was like, you know, you probably bump into these people every day. They're like yeah, the person you meet in the shop or you're behind in the queue in the shop and you see them like causing a scene because they thought something was on sale when it's not. And they think 
the shop is against them or they're, they're being ripped off when in fact they've read a sign wrong or they don't know the difference between 50% and 25%. Those people never had an effect on me before. I'd like... No, they didn't. Now it's like, oh shit, that person is actually a nurse in the hospital where I'm going and she's not vaccinated. Yeah, oh. So now if I have to go and get stitches in my head, I could get COVID from her. Yeah, that's crazy actually. Yeah? It? Or if like they, my fucking parents have to go to the hospital, they could get COVID from her, you know? And like, this is the same person who doesn't know the difference between 50% or 100% of the sale item. Do you see in America some was it um some kind of medic sabotage like five hundred vaccines or something left them out intentionally from the cold or left them outside of the freezer, which is in fucking the thing. fuck is wrong with people? That's so fucked. Apparently, the UK were worried about the uptake of the vaccine, but apparently, so many people, enough a lot of people are taking yeah. it. Like most people are obviously, you know. To be fair, example, I would have a lot more uh, trust in the intellectual sharpness of people in the UK than I would in a lot of other countries. Not yeah, to rag on like, other countries, like, but they didn't take over half the globe for nothing. <laughs> yeah, they've lost all of it, haven't they? They've given it back. They didn't want it anymore. They're um, <clears throat> apparently every year, you know, there's they've obviously astronomical amounts of people's heritage and culture in the museum, and the uh, routine. What's 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 the main kind of museum there in in London? I think whatever it's called, their the Natural History Museum, museum. or whatever. Something like that, and they routinely con- countries will be like, "Give me our stuff back, <laughs> give it back." Like, and uh, the museums say flat out no to everyone because apparently there's a law against them giving it back. They're not allowed. They're like, it's illegal for us to give it back. Um, so sometimes they're like, I, I assume they don't want to give it back either because yeah. that'd be like giving away all your stock uh, for free, which makes no sense for a business. But they will say we can loan it to you for a while, but we can't give it back to you, which is insane. It is absolutely yeah, it's insane. absolutely mental. They went and robbed that. It's just all Rob's, all Rob's stuff, and it's so funny, and they won't give it back, but apparently they can't. Apparently, like, there's a law against them. They would be like, it's illegal for them to give back those things. That's fucking mental. It is mental. Uh, what's the plan for the weekend? Uh, fuck all, Fitz. Are you going it's baking? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll see. I haven't seen anything that's sparked my interest at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Um... I might make bread, but I don't know if I really want to. What was your favorite piece of content do we put up this week, or? Uh, what did we put up this week? We put up the AJ um, reaction video. That's uh, people keep asking to do Joel Seedman, but I don't think I actually we... wouldn't be able to do it. No, I think that we'll stay away from ragging on our coaches and programs and stuff. I think we can. Yeah, you know, we've made a, a point of nothing that everyone comments look on good. my videos as well talking about it. You know, if I'm doing like if mm-hmm. I'm squatting in flat shoes and I'm going to parallel, <laughs> people are like. Did you get Joel Seedman's book for Christmas? Obviously, they're joking, and it's funny. Yeah. But, like, I don't think we can just put out a video ragging on him, like... Yeah, and, and there's there's so many comments asking for Joel Seedman as well on that yeah. one. And there's so many likes and stuff of those comments. But I just don't think we can rag on other coaches and programs and look like we come out on top. Uh, what, what we really need to do next week is we need to run through a, a few of the more popular videos and take down some of the comments. And we'll do a podcast just on reacting to those comments. I think that could be Some quite f- fucking funny. Yeah. We need to do a reaction to your training journals that you found. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. We'll put that up next week. Well, I, I can just edit together a load of the more popular pages. Oh, yeah, we'll react <laughs> yeah, to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a cold reaction from me, then. Yeah, that would be funny, actually. 
Um, right, hope you have a great weekend in lockdown or not in lockdown if you're lucky enough not to be in a country that's fucked.